welcome in to DNVR Movie Week here with uh, Rudo, Ali Monroy, and Ryan Konigsberg. I'm your host, Drew Kreisman, and we're going to be wrapping up Movie Week talking about the bracket that was, uh, the damage that was done, the upsets that were had, the heartbreaks, the triumphs, and our, our final matchup, which it's come down to Miracle versus Remember the Titans, which I think is a fair final matchup, uh, though we'll, we'll have plenty of conversation to be had about that. I also wanted to mention real quickly that Patrick Lyons and I did a specific breakdown on the baseball bracket because there was so much goodness yeah. in there. So we'll have a little bit to say on some of the ones that didn't make it as far there, but we're going to focus on a lot of the rest of the bracket, get some top-line takeaways. RK, I wanted to start with you. Uh, just top-line takeaway from the bracket, your favorite and least favorite moments so far. Man, that's a really good question. Um, I think that I, my favorite thing that happened was Happy Gilmore's Cinderella run. Um, I am a big, <laughs> a big Happy Get Gilmore. out of this wow, podcast. Big opposite. Happy Gilmore supporter. Oh, okay. Love the movie. I think it's fantastic. It's one of my favorites from when I was a kid. So I love that uh, people viewed this the same way that I did, which was I am voting on what movies gave me the most enjoyment while I watched them. And I think that's why Happy made a run is because it defeated some movies that are better movies, objectively. Right. But it's not always about being a better movie. It's about being more entertaining, which is the point of this, right? It's it's entertainment. Rudo, why are you so against Happy Gilmore? Look, it's a good movie, but it just does not hold a candle to any of the other movies <laughs> that were even in like the Elite Eight. It, it wasn't close. The, the quality of movie there is significantly lower than most of these sports movies. The yeah. people would disagree. I, I had true. a weird relationship with this because for about five years of my life, Happy Gilmore was probably my favorite movie. Like, period. It, it was hilarious. I watched it over and over and over again. And I think it stands up. I think the biggest thing for me was kind of what Rudo was saying was like, okay, but when I look at it against these other movies, it just uh, my different take on it, I guess, than yours, RK, is I, I my favorite movies are the ones that impact me the most, hmm. and so that's gonna that's just a totally different perspective, right? And I think both are totally valid. So while I'm with you that like, which movie would I rather throw on on a Lazy Sunday afternoon between Happy Gilmore and Creed or Happy Gilmore and Ali. It's going to be Gilmore. But the way those other movies, particularly Creed, <laughs> like you really think it holds up? I do. Oh, 100%. It holds up. It, it, Why of scenes it? like Adam Sandler throttling a mannequin on a golf course holds up. Well, yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> Wait, did you watch it recently? I haven't watched it that recently. Okay. But. So, so the three of us it watched it recently. I watched it with the idea of, does this hold up? And I came away saying yes. And I used to love Waterboy. So it's not a nostalgia thing. I watched Waterboy and I was like, this doesn't hold does up Does not hold this up. This could not be good in 2020. All right. I, I watched it five years ago and didn't think it held up then. So. See, for us, we had to compare, Ryan and I had to compare Ollie and Happy Gilmore. And What a chore that was. It was, it was such it was, a good episode, though, listening hard. to you guys try to figure out how to do that. The thing about Ollie is fantastic story, great acting from Will Smith. All things were really good about it, but... It was too long. They carried on some certain scenes for far too yeah. long. There wasn't enough boxing. 
Like, I understood why I lost to Happy Gilmore. We watched them back-to-back, and one of them, I was like, okay, let's go. Let's get through this. The other one, I was like, wow, this is fantastic. Maybe that's what it is, though. Maybe Happy Gilmore just had a good bracket, because I'm not a huge Ali fan either. I think I might pick Happy Gilmore over that. So, See, the way that we looked at it on that podcast was if we were legitimate movie critics looking at uh, – video angles looking at storytelling how hard that was right. both of us would have chosen ali but just enjoying a movie throwing it on on a sunday happy gilmore just definitely still holds up to make you laugh and smile so right. that definitely that one definitely won for us in our <laughs> some bracket. of the best movies i've ever watched aren't exactly meant to be enjoyed though I, that's that's true yeah and th- and that's like what? what's an example balance. of something like that uh hardball <laughs> Hard 12 years of slave. Guys, don't spoil anything. <laughs> I'm halfway through the movie. I've never Let's seen go, it. Go outside the... I mean... I'll go grab a beer if you guys want to. Cer- no, no. There's certainly something to be said for movies that make you think, movies that make you feel certain things, movies that teach you lessons. I don't think sports movies... I think the point of sports movies are to entertain you. Well, with but, but that... that will, but that also brings up some other interesting topics of this. With that, the, our championships are... Uh, remember the Titans and Miracle, and we watched both. Most of us all watched those both, and I think Remember the Titans is about teaching you something and being entertaining. Right. I guess we're jumping forward to this. So yeah, let's do you, we it. can. Yeah. I just from that I, comment, I wanted to touch on that. I think that Remember the Titans, as long as it does hold up and win this, is the perfect champion. I think it is the perfect champion of this bracket because not only did it cover some very important topics very well i thought uh not only did it have great sports lining into it but it was entertaining and compelling from start to finish and that's why like of all the movies i've watched during this i was like this one deserves to be the champion because it's not like ollie where it's it's covering some really important topics but it kind of slows down a little bit in the movie it never slowed down to me it covered important uh, topics it nailed those it uh, was a good football movie with plenty of football focus, and it was compelling and entertaining, and I enjoyed it throughout. Yeah, I think the key for Titans, and I agree, I think that Titans was the favorite and deserves to win this championship from the beginning. It appeals to every single age demographic extremely well. I watched it when I was eight, and I loved it, got a lot out of it. I watched it over the weekend, loved it, got a lot out of it. Miracle... I got way more out of watching it when I was older as compared to when I was younger. Interesting. I just didn't when I was younger, I, you know, you don't understand the global effects of the USA versus Russia and, and all of the behind the scenes stuff going on there. I thought they did kind of a poor job they of really, building that up. They didn't in the movie, they did not do a great job of that, but as an adult kind of knowing that yes. stuff already you can see all the subtle things, yeah. like the Jimmy Carter speech, and you're like, oh, right, I know about that now. Where if you're a kid, you're like, who is this person talking? Right. <laughs> For me, I definitely love both movies. I love the speech in Miracle. Um Watching both, I was so excited. But Remember the Titans wins for me as well, mainly because of the character development in in Remember the Titans, there's so many different characters that you grew to love and you knew so much about. While in Miracle, it was a lot about the coach and it was a lot about the game. And the, and coach, is, the coach doesn't really develop that much as a character. He's, right. His development is that he doesn't change. 
Yeah. Right? Like he is who he is. Yeah. Steps and, Aston is. Yeah. yeah. And it has a lot more hockey to it rather than remember the Titans had more about what was going on in society during that time had football, but I felt like it was still more about that while miracle was more about the games. Remember the Titans walked the line very well of being a sports movie and showing enough sports to where I'm comfortable saying, yes, this is fully a sports movie, but also having a lot of other topics as well, because there's a lot of movies that were in this bracket where I was like, that's, Barely a sports movie. (laughs) There were a couple of of borderline ones, to be sure. Um, But this was the reason why, and I'll admit, from the very beginning, I was hoping the final was going to be, remember the Titans against Field of Dreams. Because, and I I said I wasn't going to talk too much about the baseball bracket, but that's my personal favorite sports movie for very similar reasons to what you laid out about Remember the Titans. Now, Field of Dreams doesn't have the extra part where it's about societal racial issues it has the extra part where it's about a man losing touch with his father and about the things in life that you miss while you're being too busy being angry and cynical and justified and all the things that have been wrong about so it's it's a very personal story where the remember the titans thing is very societal in its message and i thought that would have been a really interesting Mm. matchup baseball versus football is always an interesting conversation in the United States of America, uh, those two movies. And I, and I think back to what Rudo was saying, I think Field of Dreams more than Miracle and more than Sandlot, which it lost to, um, appeals to both small children and adults pretty pretty much equally. I, I do think it's a bit older and so fewer people maybe have seen it now and that yeah. may be why it lost out. Or maybe people just truly believe that Sandlot's the better flick and, and I can... I can understand why they might believe that. I kind of do. Yeah. But that's not just a little bit nostalgia, for sure, yeah, well, <laughs> when it comes to Sandlot. The interesting thing about um, Miracle is I think the fact that you spend the whole movie waiting for the payoff distracts you a little bit from the flaws of, a, of the movie as a movie. Right, because you know what's happening, and so you're like, getting, you're like, oh, it's gonna, it's gonna happen, and like every time someone doubts him, you're like, you idiot, like you're gonna be wrong in the end, and like all of that. But um, one thing I will say that it is better than Remember the Titans at is per, um, giving you action that looks like hockey. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, like yeah. they did a good job acting the hockey, whereas. In Remember the Titans, there's a montage where every single hit, like, <laughs> a literal person goes, like, backflipping through the air. And I'm like, what was the point of that? We don't need that. Just have some big hits and some loud collisions. But, like, why are there just, like, ragdolls tumbling through the sky? So I thought um, Miracle looked like real hockey throughout, and I think they did a great job with that. Rudo, was that goaltender interference? Goalie interference. Uh, uh, There's like 10 things. How could you possibly know? I mean, (laughs) in the modern NHL game, goalie interference, you might as well flip a coin. So He tackles him and he (laughs) slams his head. I watched that. I was like, that's BS. 1980 hockey was a very different time. (laughs) Okay, you could do a lot of things back then. I was so angry. I was literally screaming like, that's not allowed. That should not be a goal. Like, oh my God. And that's that's something that I loved about miracle i knew the ending but like those scenes it was a lot more about hockey that my heart was racing my hands were sweating I'm like oh my god when are they gonna win this while in remember the titans 
like I feel like you just knew you knew that it was going to end the way you knew. The miracle were. story has a has a defect as a story from the beginning in that it's a real story, so they have to deal with what it is. The Russia USA game wasn't the gold medal match. Yeah, yeah, and. I think that hurts it a little bit because there's another there was another game they had to play another game they came from behind to win. Nobody knows no about it. Knows about yeah. it no one whether it be the movie or in real life nobody cares. Here's the an interesting thing is it's a USA upset story. Yeah. Which people it's so easy for Americans to latch onto because it's a rare thing. That's true. It's a rare thing where the Americans aren't the favorites in the Olympics and certain things like that now. The further down you go in sports, there's more underdog things. Sure. But like in a sport that we play here at the highest level, it's rare. You know, the the USA team isn't going to be uh, underdogs in basketball, or if there was football at the Olympics, or baseball, usually not. So like, right. it's it's great. It's a great thing for people to hang on to. It's like, oh, we're the underdogs in a sport that we love. It it was a big sport in the U.S. Right, the best league in the world was considered to be. In the U.S. and a little bit in Canada as well. So that's where it was a huge deal from the hockey side is there has for a long time been a conversation of can the KHL, the Russian Major Hockey League at that time, it was, oh, I forget. It's been through like six names, the Supreme Hockey <laughs> League or something. Um, but there was a real conversation of which league is the best in the world. And mm. that helped accelerate the NHL to the top, proving it. Question: I, I haven't seen the actual game footage. Did they really not pull their goalie at the end? That pulling the goalie is a very modern thing. I, teams would do it in the last forty-five seconds at times back then, but before a minute, before two minutes, before three minutes is that was unheard of before this decade. Basically, wow. I love the line where he where Herb turns to his assistant and says he doesn't know what to do because they've <laughs> never been losing before that late. <laughs> When you look at these two coaches from both movies, they are very similar. The the up downs in football and then the running like sprints in hockey. <laughs> and it's just their mentality of like this is a war and you're going to win this. It was really interesting to see in both style movies. Yeah, both things frowned upon would be frowned upon in today's I, I was going to say that those are sort of my biggest uh complaints about both films is little heavy on the sort of torturing children to get your point across. <laughs> yeah. um, it wasn't children in Miracle. That's right. I guess those those guys were young men, young, young men at that point. Uh, they're high school kids and remember yeah. the Titans. And there's also a little bit of like if you do your research about that coach that that was a little – he was pretty abusive in yeah, those ways. Yeah, there were ways. some not the, great things going so on. The water makes you weak speech has not aged well. But uh, someone tweeted at me and was like, I, I did my re – like, AJ said that that coach isn't a good guy, and I did my research, and now I hate that movie. And I was like, can't we separate these things? Yes, we should. It can be a good movie without having to be a good true story. Right. I think if if they didn't have the part in there about how water makes you weak – and then it, it turned out that that was the most realistic aspect of the depiction of that real man. You're like, ooh. So it was maybe more that and less of the right. other stuff. But 
No, I'm with you. Because like people say the same thing about Moneyball. Like I know a lot of people that don't like Moneyball because it leaves out the pitchers who were good on that team. And Art Howe, played by Philip Seymour Hoffman brilliantly, wasn't really a villain in real life. But it's like, we know that. It's okay. We can separate it. It's a movie. It's dramatized. It's Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Like, you got to remember we that. We get the deal. <laughs> and the point of the movie was not to glorify the coach, in my opinion. The point of the movie is to highlight how sports can transcend cultural issues. And right. personally, that's one of my favorite things that I see even in 2020 in the locker room, especially in football, which I think might have one of the most, maybe the most diverse locker room in sports is certainly more diverse than hockey yeah, and baseball and baseball. Yeah. yeah. Although baseball more diverse than hockey. Um, <laughs> hockey is the least diverse. There's yes. no doubt about that. Um, I like, the perfect, the one that I always turn to is Akib Talib and Derek Wolf. I watch those two guys in a locker room, and in terms of politics, they could not be more different from each other. But they had such a respect for each other's opinions. They would get in these heated discussions. I, I won't call them heated arguments because they were heated discussions where they were just laying out why they believed what they believed, and each one had such a respect for the other ones. It's like. That's what we, I think what we miss in real life is people don't respect other people's opinions. And that's where you get into these nasty, you see these nasty things being said on Twitter is because it's like people have these strong feelings and, and football players in the locker room do as well. But in the end, they realize that, you know, they're, it's okay for them to disagree. And they had great, I mean, I used to just be a fly on the wall listening to them great political debates because this was in an election cycle when they right. were on the same team. It's like, I love that about sports that once you are part of this brotherhood, once, once you realize that you, ha- you two have the same common goal, nothing else really matters. Right. And it's the theme of remember the Titans of Sandlot of mighty ducks. Anytime there's a ragtag group of guys, or gals who've got to come together. Actually, especially love that. It, very low-key in the Mighty Ducks. There are just women on the team, and no one ever makes a deal of it. Yeah. No once. questions needed. <laughs> yeah, it's just a part of it. It's like in the 90s. It's kind of funny to think that that was just done. Um, but I, I wanted to talk about some of the, I guess, lower seeds or upsets throughout the bracket, stuff that you were bummed didn't make it very far. Allie, did you have a few? Are we done with the Remember the Titans? No, if you wanted a few more thoughts on that and then give us some of your... Just the fact that um, I went to high school right around where this was filmed and this, even to this day, is still something that I watched in every single year of high school. In history class, in English class, and it really that I think that was my favorite part about it. The fact that both are based on a true story, but it left such an impact that it's still being talked to in high schools. You're watching it for assignments. You're writing papers on it. You're learning the history of it, which just gives another right. level of it. Right. Real cool quick. runnings, too. Yes. <laughs> I watched cool runnings in high school. I think Ali, Rudo, and I have all said this should be the champion. Yeah. Do you agree? Um. I honestly don't know. I'm very split between these two movies. I have totally different issues with each of them, um, and and they're very minor. I, I think it's it's a worthy final. Uh, I think I would have been bummed out if Happy Gilmore had made the final. Um, <laughs> Definitely. There's no. It was Happy versus Remember the Titans, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that wasn't happening. Yeah. Um, I would probably, honestly. I think I would have to lean toward Remember the Titans, even though I feel like my issues with that movie are a little bit deeper. I feel like some of it is 
in hindsight, a little more surface level than I thought when I was a kid. Um, but at the same time, it, it is in every way the classic sports film. Like even like I was listening to some of the scores coming up here, some of the main movie themes, and like Rem- Remember the Titans has one of those movie themes that has been used in like montages and a bunch of other stuff. It's got the perfect dramatic music for the moment for when Coach Boone takes him to Gettysburg, which is one of the best scenes in any movie ever. And so I think it it has more. I think its highs are higher than than miracles, other than the great speech that her Brooks gives. I'd have to lean toward remember Which, the Titans. Personally, I don't think is that great of a speech. I thought it was a great speech, but I think it's pretty good. <laughs> in context, I think it's great. I I gotta give a shout out to uh, the little girl in Remember the Titans who like. I hope that's my daughter with less sass. Um, But she just is so in love with football. And I think that's a really interesting theme in a movie that is older. Um, And they talk about it like, go play with dolls. She's like, no, I don't want to play with dolls. I want to watch football. I want to break down this I love in that scene where she's debating with him whether a play is a run or a pass. Yeah. Yeah, And he's like, what are you talking? Go play. (laughs) Hayden Panettiere. She's turned into a phenomenal actor. I can't believe she was that young. I know, right? Right. And she's gone on for more sports movies, but more on the like gymnast side of things. There were a lot of those in the bracket. Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Angels in the Outfield. And he's yep. a star actor now. There's a bunch of kid actors. Oh God, who've, yeah. Michael yeah. B. Jordan was in hard, right. Hardball. Right. But um, that was all I wanted to say on that. Obviously, I wanted Invincible to win uh, over Rudy. Such a homer. It didn't. But it didn't. <laughs> Boo Eagles. Um, <laughs> no, not Boo the Eagles. Um, I loved Moneyball, but again, I hadn't watched Hardball, so I still haven't finished it, so I'm not sure. Maybe I would have voted for Hardball. I'm looking at the list right There's, now. I knew it would never happen, but there was a not small part of me that wanted the final to be Mystery Alaska versus Cool Runnings, just so... <laughs> Like, no one knew what was going on. Everyone's like, wait, we need to watch these yeah. movies. I was really happy that Cool Runnings made a little did, run. It did me what too. it did. Yeah, me too. I, I, I think that was the best. I don't know if even surprise is the right word, but to see how much that movie still resonates with people. Again, well, they play it in high school. Yeah. I love that movie. Won't even lie that I was pretty happy when it took out like raging bull and stuff even though i think raging bull is a very deserving number one seed and but like to see cool runnings people just be like no (laughs) smooth fun don't you have a fun story about cool runnings i do um when i was a kid i got a tv in my room but i couldn't have cable on it so but it had a vcr installed in it and i watched cool runnings every single night as i was going to sleep and it like Somehow I never got tired of it. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I probably, well, I watched it until the VCR didn't work anymore. Yeah. Like I probably watched it 250 times as I was going to bed. It's amazing. I also love the movie 42. Yeah. But I, a lot of people weren't a fan of it um, compared to like, obviously a lot of people love the story of it, but just didn't like the way the movie was portrayed and made. Um, yeah, I think 42 falls victim of this could have been a whole lot better. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, it was fun. Well, there's so many of the baseball movies, too, where it's like you put them in a different bracket and they're going to smoke a bunch of movies. Right. But they face real stiff competition in the ballpark. Yeah. 
That, that was tough. I, I think for the most part, one thing I was very happy about was like pretty much all the top seeds in baseball moved forward. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I, even though plenty of people were like, this other thing should have been in there, you can't argue we didn't get the right ones in. Oh, um, the one that I think you guys did talk about it on the opening pod, but the one that I think actually could have made a run in this bracket that didn't make it in is basketball. Oh, it now now that we look at the landscape, I'll, I'll, and I'll say this too, yes, basketball could have made a run, and if we had – and this is honestly part of the reason, and in hindsight, I feel bad about it. If we had split up Mighty Ducks and Space Jam, yeah, those Space Jam could have very easily been in the Final Four. Looking yep. at the way the the voting electorate <laughs> turned out for fun movies from the '90s, um, to my two like most miserable upsets of the whole thing were the wrestler going down in the first round to Cinderella Man. That that really bothered me. <laughs> that, like legitimately like made me mad. Um, and Friday Night Lights losing to the longest yard. In fact, the whole longest yard run I what did not understand. That? That's I my agree. least favorite thing that happened in the bracket. By far. Like because I get the love for Happy Gilmore and Cool Runnings and I may like have a slightly different view of what movies matter more to me but i love those movies they're objectively awesome movies unless you're rudo and you don't like happy gilmore <laughs> i like happy gilmore it just but it it also seemed like a lot of 90s nostalgia mighty ducks topping off goon for example like hardcore hockey that's fans really are going to tell you that's probably Goon's the hardest better. hockey one of the bracket though yeah like like, where did this Burt Reynolds love come from? What in the world is going on with the longest yard? I don't. Especially over Friday Night Lights. Like, are you kidding that me? That blew me away because, and and this is why I, I took a deep breath before I endorsed Remember the Titans for the championship because Friday Night Lights is my favorite football movie, and I think the I think the football in it is better. I get those two um, confused. Like before, I watched Titans last night. I got like scenes confused. I'm like, wait, which one is the car accident? Like, oh right, right. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I like pieced it all back together. But Who's they the are player both... that gets injured. Oh, they both have play. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, the... I'm like, yeah, is it the court? Which one is the quarterback get injured? Which one is the running back get injured? Yeah. Which I mean, side note, uh, Gary getting in an accident that paralyzes him, and then passing away because of a car accident from a de- like a yeah. drunk driver. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Wow, yeah. that is so sad. It, it's yeah, it's it's definitely got that powerful impact. I again, like, f- f- there's something about the tragedy of Friday Night Lights without an answer to it. Uh, I also have an affinity toward. We've talked about the ones you know that follow the formula, the ragtag group. They get together, they they become a team, they overcome what they've been through, they win in the end. Mighty Ducks, remember the Titans. Sandlot doesn't really have a game at the end, so it sort of breaks the formula a little bit too. And I love, and I get spoilers if you haven't seen it, I love that they lose at the end of Friday Night Lights and that the story, because it enforces the theme the whole time of like they have turned this, I think it's a very powerful comment on what sports can do sometimes in a negative way. And that's why it lost to Remember the Titans, which is a comment on what sports can do in a positive way. Ryan laid all that out before. Friday Night Lights is like, people needing a high school football team to win is like poisoned an entire town and that can be very dangerous and it's two two things here sometimes it's kind of beautiful that sports doesn't follow the movie formula right you know what i mean like sometimes as much as it sucks in the moment it's kind of great that the upstart ragtag group gets beat by the villain and it's just like that makes you mad and like it's frustrating but then the other thing 
that I, I think is what something that makes sports incredible is that a lot of times we do get movie scripts in real life sports. Right. Like look at Leicester City and going in and like winning the, the Premier League. Like how does that happen? Right. You know, like that, like I love that movies can come to life in sports. And I think it's one of the things that has us all hooked so much. It's like Rocktober. Rocktober is actually a perfect example of how right. it's like Friday Night Lights. Right. It's like the, the ragtag group went all the way and then you just run into the final boss and you don't it's, beat them. You know? Well, there's something that despite movies like Miracle being factually accurate, losing at the end feels more real sometimes. It yeah. does. Because going into a movie, you know, oh, it's going to be the Cinderella story, blah, 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 the perfect ending. The Mighty Ducks literally can't skate at the beginning right. of the movie. Yeah. And by the end, they're peewee champs of this very competitive league. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Junior Olympic Goodwill Games is, I don't oh, It's a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, very questionable how talented <laughs> that league is. Or but. like in, speaking of brackets, in March Madness, you always get the Cinderella. Although the Cinderella never actually wins. Right. You know? Like, I can't even remember the last time a very low seed actually won the tournament. A lot of times they get there. I think UConn did, but, like, they were an eight seed, but they're still UConn. You know, like, you have, like, Loyola Chicago who makes a run or way back when when it was um, George Mason. George, George Mason. Mason. Yeah. They made it to the final well, four. Right. Making it to the final four for them is, like – Is winning. They, they've already won. Exactly. But Or uh, Florida Gulf Coast. Like – it's kind of it, like that's why I love March Madness so much because you you get the amazing story, but then it also crowns a champion that probably deserves to be the champion. Right. I have this affinity. Little biography about me: I played in two Super Bowls in middle school. Our championship rounds lost both of them. I was in the state championship in speech and debate in high school and lost. Uh, and, and well, I followed the Colorado Rockies my entire life. <laughs> and so, yeah, I've got a little bit of an affinity for, uh, losing, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess we're losing. I don't, uh, I don't want to <laughs> do this, but I've never lost a football game in my life. Wow. Competitive football game. I never You're fumbled. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. I lost a lot of football games in my life. But I didn't play all the way through high school, so. Me but, either, but, but that's because I, I wasn't good enough. Those like <laughs> those movies that do end in losses are more realistic. You think of high school, you think of playing, you think of um, maybe you guys were the Cinderella team, and then it, you lose, and then the next year you work even harder because you tasted victory. I feel like relating it back again. to sports, <laughs> right? Relating it back to real sports, like the Avs and the Nuggets both had their tastes of the playoffs, and then now they're hungrier this year, and they're like, "We're making it further. We're making it further." Instead of just immediately winning off the back, it just shows hard work is what pays off in the end. And then the hard thing for fans is that it doesn't work like the movie. Yeah, right. Where <laughs> every time, every time you get a little closer, and then eventually you win. It's like, well. You better capitalize. Sometimes you don't win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you don't win, and then your team d dissolves, and then you go to the bottom of the league again. Yeah. There's this. I can't believe I'm quoting this particular movie right now, but there's a line from the film Death to Smoochie, <laughs> where <laughs> somebody says to the mobster, "Eventually, I'll get to it," and he says, "Eventually, we all grow old and die, except sometimes the growing old part doesn't happen." <laughs> Damn. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. It's sort of it, it's sort of a brutal reminder. And my personal favorite film in the entire bracket that was a five seed in the baseball is that way as well. Sugar totally breaks the mold. And I know a lot of people haven't seen it, so I don't want to spoil it. The one thing I'll say is that the final shot in that movie is a perfect encapsulation of everything we're talking about here where, you know, 
sometimes you have to accept a, maybe a different kind of victory than you thought you were going to when you set out at the beginning of the movie. Um, that was, a, I think you made a, a, fi, a, a five-seated movie that 75% of people had never heard of. Oh, seen. Yeah. absolutely I did. <laughs> and I did it on purpose, and I stand by it. And, and I'll say this, and I said this on the Rockies one too, open challenge. See the movie. Tell me it didn't belong in the top eight. It, you, maybe not five. Tell me it didn't belong in the bracket. See the movie. It, it's, you know, we're doing this on Oscar week, and I think it's the perfect time to talk about Parasite. A movie that nobody has seen. Literally no one in the entire world has seen the movie. <laughs> and it just won, I think, all of the Academy Awards. And sometimes you got to go, ah, I'm going to check that out. Uh, you know, don't just say it shouldn't win the Academy Award until you've seen it. Totally. And I, ha I hadn't seen any of the movies that were <laughs> <Yeah>. none <laughs> of them. I feel like that happens every year. I'm like, yeah. uh, what was that? Oh, I kind of remember a trailer here. I don't know. There. I think maybe this is just because I'm so attached to sports. But I think I'm a solid two, at least two years behind the movie cycle. Like, it's got to yeah. make it to Netflix before, yeah. I, before <laughs> right. I get to it. I'm like, oh, that one. I, I remember that was Academy Award three years ago. I should right. watch this. I'm the same way, except it's because whatever I do go to the theaters to see, it's because, you know, Iron Man or Spider-Man or whatever has somebody in it. Yeah. <laughs> see that? I'm a bit of a Judas in this one because my favorite movie in the whole bracket is uh, The Sandlot. Love it over the because hockey. Movies. I like the Mighty Ducks more than Sandlot because I I was pulling for Sandlot over Miracle. I wanted Sandlot in the final, and I love I, this take, Drew. I think you kind of touched on it in the fact that it's not like all the sports movies. It's just a bunch of kids getting together and playing some ball, and you know they deal with real life problems like oh I hit the ball over the fence and now we can't get it anymore, and obviously Baber's signature on it makes it a little <laughs> bit of a bigger deal, but that. I resonated a lot with that being a white kid growing up playing baseball and being kind of socially awkward and you just kind of learn how to live. That's what that movie is like to me. Yeah. How close are we to the Sandlot being remade? Way too close. Yeah. I'm sure it'll happen. And <laughs> there, I mean, there was a Sandlot too already. That is not oh, a good movie. Really? I've never not heard good. of that. Wow. And don't. Is this straight to DVD? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Or VCR at the time. It, it was, probably. Well, it was very like <laughs> oh. <laughs> The problem with the Sandlot is there's no girls, and the second one they tried to bring in a girl, and that's great. I love the that they tried, but the script was just garbage. The whole thing became about that rather right. than it yeah, being like Mighty Ducks, which is just like no, she just plays her position. Right, exactly. <laughs> to me, that's the worst um, in a lot of movies when they feel like they need to, they're forcing something in there because they need to for society. A lot of that I see is like, you got to force a love scene so that girls are going to want to go to this action figure movie, like these uh, Marvel movies with their boyfriends. And it's just like, no, sometimes, sometimes you don't. Sometimes it's about, uh, oh man, I'm blanking on the one movie that I definitely was like, why does this I don't even know. We well, I, I've got an example from our bracket. Uh, well, and it's funny because the comic book movies, I will promise you this, most of those romantic stuff that you don't like, they're in the comic books too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Mighty Ducks has a completely unnecessary love story between the coach and like yeah. the main player's mom. Like, mm. dude, 
Let's not do that. <laughs> How about we don't need this? Yeah. The coach is suspended. Now the mom's got to coach the team. Yeah, like um, no. But I also have this theory. I want to get everybody's input on this since we've got these two movies on the table now. It is my belief, and Rudo and I symbolize this, and so does Adam Mares, that the Sandlot is the non-baseball fans' favorite baseball movie, and the Mighty Ducks oh. is the non-hockey fans' favorite hockey movie. I would agree. I, Goon might give it a run for its money on, on the Mighty Ducks. Just more modern. I was going to say, if you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting take. So what would be the non-football fan's favorite football movie? Probably remember the Titans. I mean, just Probably. everybody's seen it. It's yeah. so ubiquitous. Um, but honestly, I fear that had Waterboy been in any other seed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like uh, that would have been our football final. I feel like Rudy would also be the movie that uh, non-football fans enjoy. I think Rudy's interesting. I've I've been thinking about this a lot lately because the tide seems to have turned. I think Rudy is like the cinema lover's favorite football movie. It's very much about like acting and directing and writing and cinematography and shots of the stadium. And it's very slow. And people who just want to watch a movie about football guys who are doing football stuff aren't really going to get that from Rudy. And so I think there was a lot of like, Rudy's overrated. It's the worst movie ever that we saw coming out of the bracket. I was like, hmm, I don't know about that. Which, but. you know, it was going up against Invincible. So it was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Pacific Rim was the movie I was talking about that has a random oh, love scene yeah. in there. And I'm no like, this is not a movie. Totally. That I just agree. wanted to finish that thought. Maybe The Longest Yard is the, maybe that's. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> Stupid Longest what, Yard. What is that? Yeah. And apparently Happy Gilmore is is the – I think Happy Gilmore actually might be the non-sports fan's favorite <laughs> sports movie. Oh, my God. Maybe. I mean, yeah. It's in, It's interesting how um, while they aren't a giant part of the sports sphere, boxing and golf movies always turn out to be pretty darn good. Yeah. Yep. There, there's a really good catalog of them. Uh, Mace had a good take on our podcast today in which he said – um, it's easier for a movie to be about an individual than it is about a team. No. So that's why those individual sport movies kind of shine. Right. I wonder if we did a bracket of just Kevin Costner movies. Oh, yeah. How far would the sports movies go? Oh, interesting. Well, if we were doing it, they would go all the <laughs> well, way. Well, sure. <laughs> they, they, but the fan really voted. Right. Uh, the, the other thing that I think it's funny because Happy Gilmore is – people probably don't think of it as a sports movie and but like Rudo is pointing out there's a, like Jerry Maguire's suspect you I, you can make an argument i think it counts but you can make an argument happy gilmore there really isn't it follows the formula like an end like mm -hmm. he has to win the golf game at the end the whole nine yeah <laughs> i walked right in the whole that. nine holes the whole nine holes man <laughs> or 18 uh, yeah, yeah, golf many, 18 how many they play know. at that level um <laughs> Yeah, it follows all the sports movie beats, so it's definitely one, even though uh, Dodgeball was the same way. And that's another one that I think because – oh, and, and it went up against Caddyshack. So all the comedies were kind of grouped there together mm -hmm. in the et cetera. I wonder if Dodgeball had yeah. been separate if we could have – That was a brutal first round. Yeah. yeah. So for something we want to learn for the future, do you guys think it was a good idea to separate it into like baseball movies, hockey movies? You like had – it'd be 32 – Plus baseball movies, if you didn't. So 
That that was the thing. That's like, true. The, the the baseball movies that just missed out. Like people were mad about the natural not being there. Uh, Little Big League could have been on the list. Uh, Bang the Drum Slowly could have been on the list. Brewster's Millions stars Richard Pryor, one of the greatest stand-up comedians of all time. They're like classic baseball films we just didn't even get to that people were like, oh, my mom texting me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like there are so many good. I almost forgot about Angels in the Outfield. Like because they're that just, movie does not hold up very well, not as well as the others. But I just remember it from when I was little and I enjoyed it. But I I can't I don't remember what wouldn't hold up is in twenty twenty. Is it bad that I uh, sometimes confuse Angels in the Outfield and Field of Dreams? Not like the whole <laughs> movies, but sometimes like like little things sneak from one to the other. They got baseball. They got ghosts. Okay, all right, thank <laughs> you. Good. Same thank thing. You, thank you. Good. I was like. One's like, I feel bad more... about this. What is a much better movie? But I forget which scene this thing is. <laughs> One's a little more serious in tone than the other, but yeah. I will say the saving grace for Happy Gilmore is it is an honorary hockey movie. That's yeah, there right. There you go. I love the line when he shows up. I'm a hockey player, but I'm playing golf today. Yeah. <laughs> the only player ever who's been suspended for trying to stab an opponent with my skate. Yeah, that's right. He's got three records yeah. <laughs> in hockey. Two, I think. Most penalty minutes and... Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, okay. Why did I think there were three? I don't know. Maybe I need to go back. Time to watch Happy Gilmore again. It's going to make you laugh again. I definitely think it holds up. <laughs> I've always wanted to try the hockey stick putter. Yeah, is that that can't be a legal putter, can it? I think it could. I think it would be. Maybe? Yeah. Right. I don't think... Well, maybe there is a size rule, but it doesn't give you any Yeah, it doesn't advantage. seem like it would help. No, yeah. Have you done the – I listened a little bit. I listen to your pots. So I know you talked about doing the Happy Gilmore run-up and the, how they put – they literally have to put signs up telling people not to do that at driving ranges. Well, at Top Golf, especially because uh. you would just – you could just fall off. <laughs> <laughs> just go running right off the edge. I think that's the main reason why they have that at Top Golf. Like, please do not fall into this net, which – you would be surprised. People fall into those nets. That's often. crazy. Wow. I, when I get when I'm playing top golf, I'm nervous of just even letting go of the club. I don't know. You're thinking of all these things like, can I fall off? Will I let go of this? What is going on? And yeah, I've also seen you go there in heels. So that's true. I have. Well, we had a company meeting, and I was already wearing heels. <laughs> Lindsay yeah. and I were rocking the heels. What I saw your Women's Day tweet as well, oh, where yes. you're trying to defend in heels. Yep. basketball as well oh, <laughs> seems, that, sounds that seems difficult yeah. Yeah. it just makes me cringe for the court okay well <laughs> Sorry, thankfully like, oh, no one court. else no no one who cleans the court or sees any of that saw that but he didn't make the basket count it and i didn't fall on my face and he plays he played professional or he paid, played college basketball so i was pretty there proud you go of that. that's and a professional that's a in belgium oh okay I didn't know where he there was now. <laughs> Beat a pro in heels. Put it on your resume. There we go. All right. Any any final thoughts on our our movie bracket movie week here? Uh, it's been a, it's been a fun exercise. I've really enjoyed going through it. We've got to branch out a little bit. I just thought it was so fun, um, and I'm I'm thankful that everyone played along. You know, like yeah. we just kind of drop it out of nowhere, and we're just like play this. Play along with us. And yeah. everyone was like, okay. Yeah. And played along. And, like, a lot of people got into it. A lot of people, uh, you know, shouted us out saying it helped them get through the work week and all that stuff. It was really fun for me to go back to some of these movies. I, th I think I ended up watching four of them and just be like, oh, man, these are great. Like, remember the Titans. Just it hits every time. Yeah. And so uh, I hope it wins. And 
I, uh, I, I'm glad we were able to do this. Should we see where it's at at this point? In oh, yeah. the I bet it's smashing at press time. It was close last I first looked. last I checked. It was fifty two forty eight. Yeah. While there's twenty six comments on it, it is still fifty. It's fifty six forty four. Oh, yeah. Remember the that Titans feels about right. Yeah. With Over. three yeah. hours left, but there are twenty six comments. Although on never there. count out that team, they could you know, <laughs> the right comeback kings. They do like comebacks. Exactly. <laughs> I do want to give a shout out to Drew for putting this all together and coming up with this idea. It was so much fun, and I'm glad you just came up with this. And we we're like, hey, let's do it. And we were like, all right, let's do it for sure. And and also Adam deserves a shout out because I just we were sitting at Bojo's and I said, you know, it'd be fun. And I might have left it there. <laughs> and, and you know, someone's got to say, no, actually do that. Um, make it happen, and and he's helped a lot with the coordinating of it. So I've really appreciated that. And yeah, thanks to everyone here. Oh, and um, Kale and Eric, or do we call him by his real name? Do we just call him D Line? D Line Co. Just D Line Co. He really um, cringes when we. <laughs> <laughs> then that's what we'll do. Uh, the the for making the brackets and all the graphics, all the cool visuals that have gone along with it that have brought this thing to life. It's been so much fun and. Everybody doing the the individual duo pods. Like, I never thought that like Mace would be talking about little giants because of an idea I had sitting at a Bojo's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, here's my final point: Are we following? Are we as a company following the sports movie script? Ragtag group oh, comes yeah. together, oh. builds some, yeah. gets stronger. Yeah, and then loses in the final. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> um, hopefully, we'll do this again next year. And our plan, if we do do it again next year, is definitely to have some watch parties for some of these movies. So yes. definitely be sure to stay tuned for next. We're gonna year sneak a that. video game one in there somewhere, but hmm. I think there's time for that. Sports video game racket. Yeah, I'm saying. Ooh. Count me in. Like no attorney where we actually play. 2004 versus 2005. Madden, <laughs> the Madden the section. Bracket. <laughs> the NHL section with a bunch of bad games and NHL right. hits. Oh, the NBA man. 2K section. Let's go play some NCAA NHL football. Is there any arcades oh, where you can I'm, play NHL I don't hits? know. There there probably is somewhere. but All right. Maybe I think we could do this This is a conversation pod. for... <laughs> this was a production yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> TV shows, documentaries. Yeah. Ooh, I think documentaries should be the next one. I feel like that would be a really good one. We're Personally. ready to rock. Foods. There you go. We got ideas out Sports the wazoo foods. coming at you. So, so be sure to follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to everything. And make sure you're hitting up all of our sponsors because they're awesome. Peace.